Hello and welcome to Crop Talk, my friends. As always, I'm your host, Adam Hales, and I'd like to thank you guys for listening to those last couple episodes we've been putting out. It's really, it really is fun seeing, seeing all the downloads come in on those, and I'd like to thank you guys for listening, and for those of you that are just joining us, um, my name's Adam Hales. I'm a, I'm a plant science student right now in university, and I'm planning on doing a PhD here in a little while in, in plant pathology or, or plant breeding and genetics. We'll, we'll see what happens, but what this podcast is all about and what I, why I wanted to do this was I think there's such a gap in our, in our knowledge between um, the cutting-edge science behind farming and how we can grow better crops and feed the world, basically. There's such a disconnect between that knowledge and the producers. You know, a lot of that is held by, you know, these big PhD, these big um, academia people, and a lot of that cutting-edge research is not very readily available to um, the producers and in a way that they can implement it. So I really started this this podcast of this venture as, as a way to expose you producers and some of you guys to these ideas and these practices in agriculture that could be beneficial to you and your in your operations and I certainly have your best interest in mind and I started this just as a just as a way to talk about the things I like and the the, the science behind farming which I really am passionate about and interested in and so what I wanted to talk about today was just you know some of my work that I've been up to as far as um, plant science research goes so I started here at Utah Valley University in Orem Utah right kind of really in the middle of Utah I transferred up here from Snow College um, the first of this year, or the first of fall semester, and so I've been I've been here for about a semester now. We're just wrapping up. We just took a couple finals this week, so we're just about done with the first semester. But um, a couple a couple of things were were really cool this this first semester to see. Is I got I was fortunate enough to get on with a research professor here at the school who's brand new to the school, um, and some people might see that as as a little bit of a as a little bit of you know. Uh, hard to get going, but I, I really has been an asset because I've been able to work with her and to design a research project and to really learn about the stages of being a scientist and doing research, especially on crops. Um, it's been a lot of fun as we've kind of engineered this project. And I remember the first time we sat down, she was like, Hey, like, what are you interested in, dude? Like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? You want to go to grad school? Okay, sweet. What are you interested in? So I named off a couple things. You know, I was like, oh, drought resistance sounds cool. Um, plant hormone response sounds really cool. And uh, plant pathology sounds really cool. And she's like, oh, sweet. She's like, let's, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll ask around, see what everyone else in the in the department's doing, and we'll get back to you. I was like, awesome. So the next week we meet, she was like, hey, what's your thoughts on doing like a virus resistance project? And I was like, that sounds so cool. You know, after taking microbiology and stuff like that from Dr. Sorensen and I really, I really learned to like microbiology. I love it. It's so cool. But then, then to fuse that with something I like even more, which is farming and botany and plant science, I was, I was ecstatic. And I was like, yes, let's do it. And so basically what this, basically the idea of this project, I'm going to give you kind of the 10, the 10,000 foot view is the, the title of our project is Gemini virus resistance and mustard plants. And for those of you that know, um, the brassica family of of plants, you know, the broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, Brussels sprouts, all of those are um, in the same family as wild mustards. They're all different varieties and species and subspecies, whatever you want to call it, of that plant. And all these plants, especially here in Utah, it's a brand new virus that we've recently discovered. 
um, thanks to one of our one of our faculty members here at Utah Valley University, is a new a virus that's been infecting these plants as of late, and you know that's really a problem because that's a lot of what um, homeowners will grow in their gardens here in Utah is broccoli, you know, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, and they're they're more or less staple produce crops really um, in our gardens and stuff, and even in our even you know in in California and other places where they grow pro- a lot of produce, so. Um, understanding how this virus is transmitted and how it infects these plants is really paramount to our understanding of um, how we can how we can farm these things better. And so, like I say, there's this virus that infects these plants, and the way it gets to these plants is through aphids, you know, the little green bugs. And in, in virus research, we call it a vector. So something that transmits this virus is called a vector. So the aphids in this case are the vector. And so the aphids will be carrying the virus, they'll land on the plant, in, you know, they'll bite the plant, whatever, infect the leaf, and then it will go throughout the whole plant. And um, this, as I understand it, this virus really kind of has profound effects on the plant. You know, a lot of times it will um, kill it, if not really, 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 really stunt the growth. And so the purpose of this project is to look for, um, to start out, look for plants that when infected with the virus show signs of resistance and and then so what we'll do the, the idea is we are we ordered just barely oh i got a i got a bunch of them in the mail today actually a bunch of the seeds from the from the national plant germplasm um, station in um no they have they have places all over but it's basically what it is is it's a big repository of seeds that the government has that the u.s government has for us as researchers to grow and look into, you know, different things um, to protect our food supply, really, which is really cool. So they have, oh, I think there was, I think when I typed in the word brassica, I think there was like three or 4,000 or 5,000 different varieties that you could choose from. So what I did was I combed through all of those varieties and we looked for number one, um, ones that were, that said something about virus resistance or any kind of disease resistance, we we bought those, or we we ordered those. I shouldn't say bought. We ordered those from the from the system. And so what we'll do is we got a bunch of these different varieties. We have oh, all the different kinds of brassica you could think of, and some ones that you, I can't even pronounce from all over the world. We got some from from China, from Taiwan, from North Korea, South Korea, um, Pakistan, Turkey, Egypt, Kenya, Canada. Idaho, <laughs> all over. So what we're doing is we're going to grow them in the greenhouse, a bunch of them, and we'll um, what we'll do is we'll grow them, we'll plant them, cultivate them, you know, um, and we'll after a little while, after oh, probably three or four weeks, we're looking at we're going to put a little, we're going to well first of all we're going to germinate them, and as soon as they germinate, we'll put a little plastic, a little plastic tube over the top of them to keep them isolated, so they'll be in their own little environment. And uh, we'll all we'll water them all the same and everything. And what we'll do is after that we'll put these oh these aphids that carry the virus. After about four weeks, we'll put the aphids in with the plant, let it infect the plant, and let it do its thing. And then after oh, it's had a couple of days to infect the plant, we'll remove the aphids, which is a really which is a really sciencey way of saying we're going to spray them. <laughs> we're going to remove the aphids, and then we'll let the plant you know have about two weeks to show signs of show signs of oh, being infected with the disease. So after this plant's been infected with the disease, and after the, the couple of weeks have passed, since since it's been, the, the aphids have been pulled out, we'll, um, look, we'll analyze it. They call it phenotypically or based on its appearance. 
on a zero to ten scale, kind of like you would rate a kind of like you would rate a girl or a dude, um, but on the opposite the opposite of what you think. So a zero would be the control and not affected at all, and a ten would be totally uh, demolished or decimated by this virus. So that can, will allow us to take the appearance of these plants after they've been infected with the virus and really quantify them. And then from there, what we'll do is the idea is we're going to sequence their genomes. All those plants will take part of their leaf and sequence the genome through a variety of tests and stuff and a bunch of computer work. It's going to be real fun. And we'll look for mutations, or they call them single nucleotide polymorphisms, which is basically just a difference in the nucleotides, the A's, C's, T's, and G's that we learned about in biology, the difference in one of those that could be associated with its um, resistance to the virus, which is really cool, you know. So you can take, thanks to our modern computer software, you can take a bunch of a bunch of biological data, plug it into a computer, and you can plot uh, where the d difference in the DNA is compared to a reference genome for Brassica, which is really sweet. So we'll say, oh, this this ascension here, number 647B, did really good. Um, let's sequence its genome. Oh, it has a little, it has a mutation here. Maybe that could have something to do with the virus resistance. So from there, we can, you know, identify that that um, SNP, that SNP, single nucleotide polymorphism, that the mutation. And we can look for resist, these disease resistance. You know, take it out, see if it does really bad, or put it in other plants. Well, or we can breed it. There's a bunch of things we can do. But basically, the whole um, purpose of this project is to just find some plants that are resistant to this virus, isolate their DNA, and extract their DNA, I should say, and then use that genetic information for breeding purposes to imp improve the disease the disease resistance, which is really cool. And so it's been a lot of fun. We we wrote the grant, got the money to do this. So it's, about, it's been really cool to, to see this happen, and it's also been really fun to, to really um, to, to tell people about it. You know, I'll be... I'll be working and I'll be just passing them and they're like, so, so, so what are you doing? And, they're, and I'm like, well, I'm studying botany at UVU. And they're like, botany? I get one or two responses and they're like, isn't that the gal from Iron Man? Or they say the, the dude from The Martian. I guess, yeah, he's a botanist too. But <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, botany, plant science. They're like, what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, I'm going to play around with plants all day because that's freaking awesome. Because that's, that's what I love to do. And they're like, oh, cool. It's certainly not, very, certainly not a very sexy, very sexy career. But I'm like, well, yeah, I'm actually like working on some stuff right now on disease resistance. They're like, oh, GMO? And I'm like, yes, kind of, kind of. And so I talk with them and without fail by the end of it, they're all like, that is really, really cool. I had no idea. That's awesome. And so it's just kind of, you know, something I think is really cool. And I'd like to do some more of these where I just keep you updated on the progress of that, of that project and tell you, you know, kind of my findings and stuff. And hopefully... Hopefully things will go well and we'll find that section of DNA and that section of um, mutation that could be associated with the virus resistance. So I'll keep you updated. Right now we're just working on a lot of pilot study stuff, I'm learning how to grow these plants the best way, you know, getting the greenhouse, everything situated in the greenhouse, learning how to, oh, what kind of watering schedule we're going to do, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the um, experimental design going to look like. It's a lot, of, a lot of work on the back end for now, but next semester it'll be it'll be good to you know we'll get in there and we'll i got a lot of these plants in the mail today we're gonna plant them grow them you know have our germinate our own seeds uh, all this kind of stuff which has been really cool so I'll, i'd like to, to keep doing these episodes on especially on that brassica project and, and keep you guys up to date with what's going on with that so the kind of the purpose of this episode real quick was to just tell you kind of about that project and tell you what i've been up to and really teach you a little bit about uh, 
what what research and uh, plant science looks like so so those guys that's really all i've got for you right now so thanks for listening as always and um, go ahead and share the show if you if you, if you learned something if you liked something i had to say um, go ahead and share it thanks a bunch guys we'll see you later <laughs>